Hello. Okay, thank you very much for coming. I uh, appreciate uh, you guys attending the session. I'll try to make this microphone work. I hope you can hear me clearly. Uh, it's not a big room, so I think it's fine. So, uh, good morning. My name is Diego Pantoja Navajas. Uh, I am the Vice President uh, for WMS Cloud Development for Oracle. Um, prior, for, prior to being at Oracle, I I was the founder and CEO of Logfire, uh, the WMS Cloud system that Oracle acquired three years ago. Um, <coughs> today's session, we're going to cover um, the smart warehouse. Um, we're going to talk about a little bit of where the trends that we're seeing in the industry, uh, why are we referring it as a smart warehouse. Um, of course, a smart warehouse has to be uh, able to work with most of the technologies or not all of the technologies that you see in, uh, on the floor today, especially with automation and all the cool things that you see today uh, in today's uh, conference. So the supply chain uh, has evolved tremendously, correct? The supply chain in the past was very linear. Uh, we used to push products all the way to the end consumer. So yes, definitely we have some challenges, but the challenges were very less complex than what we see today, uh, especially with a lot of changes and a lot of new challenges that our industry face uh, every time. And we're seeing some of those new challenges in today's uh, world, correct? So um, the linear movement has changed to be more of a demand-driven supply chain. Today, we don't push products, we demand products. The product has to be moving in real time. Uh, the information has to fly in real time. Uh, we need to be able to look for inventory across our supply chain network, be able to have one source of truth in terms of where that inventory is. And in that way, we're gonna be able to have a, a much better high rate of success when it comes to fulfilling our orders and making sure that execution is in real time and we're able to allocate a product from the best uh, point, facility, warehouse, or store that we have in our network, okay? Of course, moving all the way up to the manufacturing uh, plant. So, the fulfillment, as I said before, uh, the number of channels has increased, correct? Today we can buy product directly from, uh, from of course, from the store. We can uh, have products being de delivered directly uh, from the warehouse to our uh, homes or the end destination. Uh, we have kiosks. I don't know if you just walking in this morning, you saw a CVC, uh, a CVS, sorry, and you saw some uh, Best Buy kiosks. Those are channels also of how we can access or how we can get into products. So all those, all those kiosks uh, in a real smart warehouse or in a, in a real smart fulfillment network, they are all connected. Every single inventory, every single product is connected to one source of truth and, and database. And that's how we'll be able to fulfill products more efficiently. Um, the time to market also has increased tremendously, correct? Um, now, as we are buying more and more products online, uh, we are asking our, um, well, well, where we go, except if you want to buy some shoes or if you want to buy some clothes, it's not only the size uh, that you're asking, but also you're asking for specific messages, correct? Uh, if it's uh, uh, shoes, you want to be able to make those shoes um, uh, very uh, customized to you. Um, if you want to be able to buy some clothing or uh, sp specific equipment, um, that now you need to customize it. But the problem is that companies need to be able to keep the profits and their margins 
uh, as the competitiveness uh, starts increasing in the market as well. So what I mean by that is that not only is where we're getting our products and how we are customizing or, or, or be making those products more available to the, to the public, at the same time we're able to, we need to be able to take care of the uh, different uh, pressures that we're getting to maintain those margins and to be able to do more uh, in, a, in a much faster way. Uh, now we have four seasons. Uh, not only we have four seasons, we have events like the one that we're experiencing in today's economy. Uh, we have markets that are going up and down. We have trade wars. We have uh, a lot of uh, other events that make this mass customization uh, being able to push more product, more sorry, more pressure in our supply chains, and that's why we able. We, that's why we need to be able to keep those margins healthy. Okay, and then the customer experience. Uh, now we live in a very connected world. Uh, customers experience uh, account for a high uh, level uh, of uh, the success that companies are having in the market. Uh, a bad delivery will go directly online on Facebook or LinkedIn or any social media and you will be able to uh, give a good or bad review about how efficient uh, that delivery was for us. And that really uh, leaves a, a really good or bad mark in, in, the, in the companies. Uh, and that's why we have to have a lot of uh, co customer experience and be able to make sure that the experience, not only at the store, the experience when we deliver products, the experience to ma make sure that the product once it's committed is and the order is fulfilled. So all those things have, have to be taken in consideration when we talk about today's challenge in supply chain. So um, we have a very global and advanced technology supply chain. And the, the key for this is that we need to put the consumer at the center of supply chain. Uh, is when we put the consumer at the center of supply chain and we understand all the different complexities that I just mentioned a couple of minutes ago is when we, we become more efficient. Uh, in order to do that, not only we need to have uh, the right technology, the right underlying technology to connect all the different entities, as I call them, or the, all the different parties that are, are part of the supply chain, but we also need to be able to make sure that we have all the technology, consistent technology across all the channels to be able to fulfill that product. Let me give you an example on, on that in that slide. If your e-commerce channel is completely different than the technology that you have to support your e-commerce channel is completely different than the technology that you use to move products directly to your stores, then you're never gonna be able to have a real true visibility of inventory across your supply chain. Uh, you're not, never gonna know if it's Q1, Q2, or the proliferation SKUs, or the differences in prices, or how much inventory you need to uh, manage or, um, uh, or a, a use in different channels to be able to fulfill those orders. So the more information we have, uh, the more information and we, the more connected we are to our vendors, the more connected we are to our manufacturer plants, the more connected we are to the stores, uh, the more efficient we're gonna be to, to fulfill orders and to be able to provide a much better experience and fulfill uh, those orders and, and be able to actually be a player in today's uh, fulfillment economy uh, because today is more about being a, in a fulfillment economy rather than not being part of that. And what I mean by that is a clear example is how we're changing our trends as a consumer as we are evolving in, in different challenges that we're having. So we have uh, 
we've been managing uh, KPIs, of course, there's more to that, but the, the purpose of this uh, slide is to show that the KPIs in that we've been uh, utilizing over the years have to start changing. We cannot base our supply chain and we cannot base the success of our supply chain on KPIs that we used to use in the past, correct? Uh, now we need to be able to talk about direct sales, we need to talk about conversion rates, uh, and when I talk about conversion rates, those, those customers that were customers in one model or in one, in one source, now those customers have to be converted to e-com, have to be converted to different channels that we have in terms of fulfilling our products. Uh, picking up a store, uh, this is becoming more of a trend and we will see more of that, uh, especially in today's environment, we will see more and more of that. You wanted to go, instead of going inside the store, being able to pick up your products outside of the store, uh, being able to get products at your home, uh, not only the typical products that we buy online, but food and other, uh, they're gonna be more important for the next couple of months. Uh, we need to understand how we're training in terms of e-commerce, what is our conversion right radio, the customer li life value, and what is our social media uh, index in terms of how much uh, is the audience, the public, our, our consumers uh, understanding and grading our uh, products, our service, uh, because that's going to have a really impact on how much, uh, much, how much business we're going to get. Um, so, in, and now going back to the pre-internet data, and this is important because it ties a little bit of the points that I was mentioning before. As we know, the, 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 the data in the pre-internet model, it was very linear, like I said, you, you have your store, you have your SKUs, and based on that you could be able to uh, understand what was going to be your um, ratio of earnings. Now, in the pre-internet model, you know, it was based on volume SKUs, stores and SKUs that you will be able to carry in your supply chain. And now that we move into an internet model, that has changed and evolved significantly, correct? Now we have the stores, the SKUs, and the channels, like I mentioned before. And that's creating a model where not only, like I said, we need to either decide if we du duplicate inventories, how much is gonna be our pricing strategy, and uh, what's gonna be the amount of SKUs that we're gonna keep in both sides of the channels that we're gonna have, uh, what are gonna be our shipping preferences, what's gonna be our, uh, our new ways of delivering products, and also making underst and understanding very well what's gonna be our return strategy because as we have increased all these different channels, the complexities in the supply chain has also increased significantly in terms of how we're gonna be able to return those products, how we're gonna be able to process those products and, 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 and decide uh, what we're gonna do in terms of displacement. So the noise that we have today is significant and that noise is gonna continue increasing, but we need to understand what's, uh, what's what part of that noise, that digital noise that now we're getting, is a digital noise that we need to understand. And how we understand that digital noise is gonna be very important as we start pivoting and understanding uh, our supply chain as it, it continues to evolve in different ways. So as to finalize this part of the presentation, it's very important that we understand the interactions, the channels, the SKUs, the stores, uh, we need to understand also how emerging technologies or uh, technologies that are already available that we will talk in a minute will have significant impact on our supply chain. Uh, we need to understand our royalty uh, programs like I mentioned before. 
we need to understand returns strategies and we need to be able to orchestrate better all those different channels that we have now uh, in our supply chain. So the noise is there, uh, there's mountains of noise, and we will see that as the time has evolved, the amount of data that is available in today's world um, has increased significantly and will continue increasing significantly. But here what is in interesting is that as the models have evolved, uh, there's more and more data, and we will see more and more data being generated in supply chain. Uh, and also what is in interesting to see is that not only the physical state is, 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 is reducing because at the same time as we have that data and we understand data and we are able to digest the data that we're generating through our supply chain to feel, fulfill our orders much better, we're gonna make a much better job on how we're gonna be able to allocate products, how we're gonna work with our partners, uh, how we're gonna utilize technology in a way that is not only making the four walls of the warehouse smarter, the four walls of the warehouse will get smarter because of the technologies that we see out there and because, of course, we vendors, uh, technology vendors, we're evolving significantly in our offerings and we all are giving more and more options in terms of cloud technology, emerging technologies. But what is important to understand here is how you're gonna be able to get that data, process that data, and how you're gonna be able to utilize applications that have and are utilizing machine learning or artificial intelligence. Here is where it comes where the next evolution. You know, we have evolved the market from moving from an on-prem model to or a pre-internet model to a cloud model. And we've been able to understand how the data that we had available in the market uh, really was affecting our supply chain. What was the data that I really needed to understand what was the data that I needed to uh, discard, uh, where I needed to put uh, the channels where I was making uh, a, a higher revenue, uh, how I was utilizing my partners, how I was utilizing my, my, my vendors, how I was utilizing my manufacturing plants, um, where did I have just one strategy that it was using one single source of products to get my products being shipped into the US, uh, was I able to understand that data maybe five, 10 years ago and be able to say, okay, am I gonna be in a risk uh, as I keep having the same model? Uh, or the model that I implemented 50 years ago is still valid? I think some of those questions, uh, now we are able to answer, not just randomly, but with data, with understanding how that data is generating and how we're making a, a very, smart decisions about how all that product is gonna be end up coming into our supply chain, into our warehouses, utilizing all the greatest and, and latest in terms of technology. I'm not worried about the technologies that we see out there in terms of robotics. I'm more worried about the, 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 the how we are able to process the data and be able to pivot for models that instead of having 50 warehouses out there, I'm gonna pivot and, I, and instead of having just fulfillment centers, I'm gonna change my strategy to have black stores. Or I'm gonna reduce the size of my warehouses. Or I'm going to take a much better, deep understanding of my international market. Uh, or do they have any relevance for my products or not? Or my manufacturing is going to be uh, um, a, a <coughs> put in at risk by depending on one single source because I invested in cheap labor and space. 
infrastructure or I'm investing in new ways to train my resources in a way that providing them higher technology, access to technology is going to be able to help me in a different way and a different model. So all those are uh, questions that we need to answer and now we have data and different data models that allow us to answer those questions as we are able to embed machine learning and, and, and artificial intelligence. At the end of the day, after all I said, the only thing that matters to our supply chain people is that our order gets delivered, correct? That's at the end of the day, the, 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 the success. If um, our product is getting where they need to get uh, on time, if we are able to uh, have um, better margins, if we are able to reduce the cost per unit, if we are able to understand our, our, our network better, if we are able to uh, see if the data that we're getting from uh, is the right data to focus, if we're understanding the sense, uh, we're sensing the demand coming from the market, that's where it is important. That's where all this information at the end of the day becomes relevant for our supply chain, like I said, supply chain geeks, uh, that we love to be able to interact in the world. Uh, now, that technology is also, or that same model, is not only for retail or wholesale, it's in healthcare, it's in um, any industry where we're touching products. Uh, we are in a, in a phase where we are really uh, trying to redefine again how supply chain is gonna continue evolving. And the challenges that we have today are immense, correct? Um, when we presented this presentation 90 days ago, coronavirus was not a theme. Like, I don't have a slide of coronavirus because we provided our slides 90 days ago. And at that time, we were talking about Brexit, we were talking about trade wars, we were talking about other topics. That's how evolving and how disruptive is the market in today's, in today's world. If we don't have the right technology, if we, if we don't understand our data, you don't, if we don't have all the pieces that are gonna make us successful, we're gonna fail in the next event. And I've been in different conversations with CEOs and CIOs where they feel that they already have lost their opportunity to become a better player or, uh, or have um, the underlying technology to be able to help them in the next event. It's not late, but we need to take a decision in terms of how you're gonna evolve your supply chain. Uh, the next event is gonna come. Uh, you know, we're starting the spring, summer season, hurricane season, tornado season, uh, we saw the event this morning in the, uh, 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 on the stock market. We don't know how things are gonna evolve. The only thing that we know is that that disruption and change are the only constants that we know in today's world. Those are the only constants that we know. Uh, so we need to be able to have the right technology to be able to, sorry if I used this word before, pivot and be able to refocus our supply chain in ways that we can be more dynamic more agile, and we don't have to make millions of millions of dollars of investment in infrastructure. That's why the cloud has evolved. That's how, that's why the cloud has made such a huge impact in today's world. Because now we can easily pivot from where we are and be able to, I'm not saying we're going to just write it off all those losses that we're gonna have if we move from one country to another, but we're gonna be able to use the same model as cloud in, in, in the way we are able to source our product, be able to talk with, with our pro, uh, vendors, uh, utilize uh, countries that are pro proximate to us or 
make sure that we bring back that um, uh, sourcing to our country and able to understand how we able to, uh, again, be able to source the supply chain. It's very important that we understand and we take this event seriously to uh, redefine how we're gonna move forward. One of the key points that I mentioned is that um, several times in the last couple of months, uh, when you get together with CEOs and they say, you know, by 2025, uh, my goal is that I wanna be able to have, before it was 2020, correct? We're in 2020, correct? Now they're giving five more years. Right? By 2025, we wanna have a completely di digitalized strategy for my business. Okay, we're gonna give you five more years. That's great. But now, when these CEOs go back down to talk to their, their chief supply chain officer, CIOs, and say, are we ready to take that digitalization? Are we ready? Do we have the right technology? And most of the times, the answer is no. And, w and of course, you're, you're taking care of your business, you're making sure that your business is up and running, you're trying to, to, you're trying to fix all the challenges that you're facing, but we need to understand that we need to put in place all these technologies so we can move forward. So it's an interesting conversation that is, is gonna continue going. Let's see what happens in when we get to 2025 and we don't need to extend it to 2030. Um, so, like I said, the, 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 the rates of change and the gap is there. The ability to respond is important. It's huge, it's important. We need, we, we need to be able to be agile, nimble, be able to understand uh, where the supply chain and the problems are existing. Economy, I say fulfillment economy because all these changes in supply chain are gonna affect our economy directly, we want it or not. Uh, if you wanna make a difference in your company, uh, it's not gonna come with your ERP, it's not gonna come with uh, your HCM, it's gonna be supply chain that's gonna make the difference in your, supply, in, your in your company to make a difference in terms of how you uh, work and evolve uh, 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 Improve adaptability is very important. I mentioned that to be able to adapt uh, is very important. And then when we use supporting technologies, I, I, I'm gonna use a couple of uh, points here. It, it's very important that when we use, uh, for example, Internet of Things uh, or connected digital threads, uh, we took a, a very, um, uh, our plan in terms of emerging technologies, especially in fulfillment has been the following. Um, Oracle has a very uh, mature Internet of Things um, uh, uh, a application. Uh, we have the best transportation management system in the market. We have the best WMS cloud system in the market. So what we did in terms of Internet of Things, we took an approach of uh, talking about convergence, a convergence strategy by unifying Internet of Things, uh, transportation, and fulfillment, okay? So our focus was, uh, was the following. We wanted to make sure that whenever a, a trailer leaves point A to go to point B, we can start tracing that trailer. We created geofence around our warehouses or facilities or any entity within the supply chain that as, long, as soon as the trailer or um, the person who was moving that product breaks that um, uh, will generate an alert not only generate an alert, if you're going to the warehouse, we're gonna be able to help you with your check-in. We're gonna give you the ability to trigger multiple events within the warehouse. Uh, if you're coming to deliver a product, we're gonna be able to give you a, an appointment scheduling. Uh, we're gonna assign you the right uh, dog door um, based on the type of product that you're carrying. 
if you're coming uh, and also going inside the warehouse, we're going to be able to see if we have the right level of resources to be able to attend uh, and that appointment. Uh, do we have the right doctors ready to come and, and, and get the patient? So we're able to understand uh, what are the levels of resources that we have within the warehouse. We're able to see if we have the right people. If not, we, we, we do a dynamic assignment of resources. Uh, and then if you're coming to deliver product, uh, we make sure that events like fulfillment events, like running a wave or, or which is waveless, but uh, making sure that the outbound events within the warehouse are happening are aligned with the time that we know that it's going to take for that trailer to arrive to the warehouse. So if you break the geofence and we know that this type of product takes 30, 40 minutes to prepare, uh, that's when we start executing those orders. Uh, we start fulfilling, we start making sure that they get, they get to the warehouse, uh, sorry, to the dog door, to the outbound dog doors in time for when the trailer arrives. So the match of the arrival of the trailer and the match of the arrival to the product to the dog door uh, is, 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 is in, at the same time. So in that way, we're saving a lot of uh, charges, demorat charges. We're saving a lot of time in terms of uh, time that we spend on, on the floor, time that we spend uh, with uh, managing inventory. So with that, uh, we did also uh, uh, a, a really good investment in terms of everything that is related to blockchain. Um, uh, we have a tremendous uh, blockchain um, a, a, a module that allows you to understand track and trace products, not only within, like I explained it to you, within your network, but also outside of your network, uh, where that product is, where you're sourcing those products, how you're managing that inventory. Um, also, um, with machine learning, artificial intelligence, uh, one of the key things for us in being in the cloud and uh, being a leader in the cloud is that we have a very uh, new, I, I don't know if you have heard it, but very new uh, uh, product called Autonomous Database. So pretty much our products are running on an autonomous database uh, that, is, that comes embedded with a lot of machine learning, artificial intelligence. What it's doing for us is helping us to um, allow a much faster uh, response time. Uh, we're also able to understand multiple ways of and algorithms that you can leverage in your supply chain to understand how it's behaving, how you're going to be able to uh, address uh, and prevent events. At the end of the day, you're using machine learning uh, or artificial intelligence. I prefer to call it machine learning because it's learning from your activities. Um, it's preventing uh, how something can get disrupted. Uh, if, if you understand those events, if you under understand where the disruption is coming from, in, from your supply chain, then you're going to be able to have a more prescriptive approach. You're going to be able to understand, you're going to be able to learn, uh, you're going to be able to assign either resources or redefine flows or see if uh, there's something in, in, in that part of the supply chain that needs to be completely uh, uh, re-engineered. Um, chatbots, uh, in today's technology, we are using chatbots all the time. Uh, you know, we use Siri, we use Alexa, we use a bunch of other voice, voice, uh, voice um, technology out there. Uh, we're able to use Oracle Digital Assistant so we can vocalize any process of the supply chain. Uh, it's, a, it's just a, it's a decision that you can make in terms of vocalizing either your, your receiving process, your shipping process, uh, any process that you have within your supply chain. And one of, one of the most exciting ones for me is Digital Twin. Uh, with Digital Twin, um, you can do things that we were, not, we were not able to do before. You're able to take a quick picture of your supply chain and understand what are the variables that are really affecting you. 
and that's really important, correct? Uh, if you are able to take a quick picture today of your supply chain and say, okay, today it's Black Friday, Black Friday or Cyber Monday, I'm gonna increase uh, the number of orders by 50, 60%, you need to be able to understand how you're gonna move uh, the supply chain in terms of resources, uh, availability, products, so you can take that picture, understand how it's gonna move or behave, and based on that you make decisions, again, with data that is very relevant to your business. Um, again, it's going back in terms of understanding the data that we have out there. So Digital Twin brings a bunch of new, uh, 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 it, uh, really, uh, advantages for everybody in, in the cloud and our customers in general. So that high availability is also related to our cloud infrastructure. Um, you know, we invest uh, heavily in our cloud infrastructure. Uh, in, we have moved to a new uh, infrastructure called Oracle Gen2. Um, we are now uh, expanding worldwide. We have more than 32, 16 and going to 32 new uh, data centers. And that's very important as this globalization and new different uh, challenges that we're gonna face and how we're gonna be able to pivot and move and change is gonna be very, very important to have high availability. And I know you have heard about Exadata <coughs> Exadata high availability is the service that we use to provide this, this high level of, of, of performance. Flexibility and configuration, one of the things that we take seriously is that as being a cloud vendor, uh, we try to provide you uh, a product that is, is, is very robust in terms of functionality, uh, that's software as a service, and uh, we have a very strong uh, strategy when it comes to uh, product or, 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 or product as a service, okay? Uh, and plat platform as a service in terms of PaaS. So, which means we, with the SaaS, you're able to customize your application, you're able to change the behavior of certain uh, um, uh, options just by changing an, uh, certain flags within the application. But we also have a very strong uh, PaaS strategy uh, that allow us to give the power back to the customers so they can create their own flows. They can change the behavior of the application by expanding and using our APIs, okay? Uh, that's very important. Uh, one of the things that we do is we have provided 100% standardization on APIs, which is key for us and key for our customers so they can take those APIs and leverage uh, our uh, tools uh, that allows them to change the behavior, change the, how the way uh, the system works uh, without breaking our base functionality. And, and that's been key for us to uh, be able to serve uh, 13 different industries in more than 50, customer, uh, 50 countries and uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of users globally. Okay. In increased visibility and control. Um, one of the things that we uh, do very well is as we have been able to move into this cloud strategy for uh, the increase in visibility and control of your inventory at the same time has increased because now you have one source of truth. Uh, let me give you an example. Um, without giving too much of the name of a customer, one of our customers implementing 1,975 warehouses globally, okay? Um, they were able to, they tried pretty much all flavors of WMS systems over the last 20 years. Um, but it was impossible for them to get in a, in, into a strategy where everybody within the supply chain will have the same visibility of inventory, the same information, because in the past, 
five, ten, or a hundred warehouses will have a different version than the other, the next 400. And it was an ongoing cycle of updates and upgrades that never allowed them to have a standard uh, application across all warehouses in their supply chain. And that's pretty much was disrupting their business, was not allowing to get a, a clear visibility of inventory. They didn't have the controls that they needed. Operations were different in all different warehouses. Uh, there was no standardization. And at the end of the day, they were losing millions of dollars. Okay? So with having one single database that is allowing you, and one single system, sorry, and database, when I'm talking about the, the whole technology stack that is consistent across all those 1,975 warehouses, now you can get that data into uh, data analytics, uh, into BI tools that allow you to understand deeper how the inventory, how the data is behaving, how we need to change, uh, and again, be able to understand that data much better, okay? It becomes, it became clear for them that after the investment that they did in, in moving and migrating from on-prem to cloud, now they're able to see the benefits of that consistent operating uh, procedures across the supply chain, the visibility, and be able to uh, respond much better to uh, events that, like the ones that we spoke a couple minutes ago, okay? So very key. Um, well, as we were saying before, Craig, all this is very important because data is, everything now. We're using data for manufacturing, with data, we're doing data to understand our, our customers. Uh, it's a data-driven supply chain, and it will continue being a data-driven supply chain. There's no doubt about that. Um, even more, uh, with more interactions and the globalization that we're seeing. Um, voice, as I mentioned before, is going to continue to be per pervasive in all our applications. Um, there's no need today to write a command, you can talk to your applications and your application should be able to respond back to you. Um, you should be able to, and we are able to provide an application where uh, I can give you a report uh, at the beginning of the morning, you know? Good morning, uh, we're running at 50% uh, capacity or our fulfillment rate for the day is at risk because of certain events or we have seen a disruption uh, what do we do? What is the action that you want to take based on the information that you're getting? And from there, you can do a lot of things. Uh, you can uh, um, pretty much understand the event and, and, and provide commands to move forward in a different direction. The business models are going to change. You know, we keep talking about um, uh, autonomous cars, autonomous vehicles. Uh, what's the impact that it's going to have in our industry? Uh, we see more and more uh, automated warehouses, guided uh, vehicles within the warehouse, like the ones that we see out there, that are doing a lot of the work. So those models are gonna change. Uh, do we need 400 people when we can replace that with a lot of automation? Uh, again, how we move from a centralized model to a decentralized model uh, is another important thing. We talk about customer, customer loyalty. Uh, for me, customer loyalty uh, is on top of my list. Uh, I think we need to understand clearly what are the trends that we're seeing in the market. We need to see clearly how we're getting closer and closer, closer to that end consumer. Um, uh, you know, uh, I'm sure you have experienced that at home. Sometimes you go at home and you find um, multiple sizes of products and articles. Uh, it's better to get them at home, fill them, uh, try it out, and then you can return them. 
uh, that return process has to be great, has to have a great experience for our customers so they can be happy and they can return. Uh, the, the rate of success when a customer don't get the product when they want it at the time they want it where they want it, 98% uh, of the times uh, that resource, oh, sorry, that person, that buyer will try to find another channel, another, another, another competitor. So that's why it's very important to keep, keep a very loyal uh, customer base. The future of work, especially in supply chain, uh, we need to start rethinking about if our strategy is going to be more uh, on the strategy of cheap and, um, uh, and space versus very uh, 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 jobs where we're going to focus on creating uh, 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 jobs uh, for, our, uh, for our users where they're going to be educated in emerging technologies and machine learning and all the other trends that we're seeing. Uh, are we more focused on creating more of that uh, to be able to uh, respond to, okay, I'm going to reduce my workforce by 10 or, in, or I'm going to increase my workforce by 20, meaning based on the, and how we place uh, the resources uh, and, the, and the investment in, emer in emerging technologies. Uh, interaction with applications is key. Uh, how we work with robots, um, it's not about they replacing us, it's, they about, it's about how we interact with them and how we are able to coexist. Uh, that's very important. Um, they're taking away jobs that, did, that we didn't want to do. And that's why it's machine learning instead of artificial intelligence. They're learning from us how we're going to be able to procedure, how we're going to be able to get better without, without creating more disruptions. Um, so for us, our priorities are very clear. Uh, we want to drive new revenue, growth, and earnings for our customers. Uh, these numbers that I'm showing is based on what we have seen over the last 12 months. Uh, with our customers in when they have been able to move into a cloud strategy. Um, uh, we have been able to see reduced costs and improving efficiency uh, by 20%. Uh, I think that is a very significant number because we, we, we've been able to uh, attribute that to reduction in inventory across the supply chain. Going back to if I have visibility of all my sites, if I have visibility of my inventory across my supply chain, I don't need to have uh, redundant uh, SKUs or competing SKUs in different regions or sections of my supply chain. Customer experience, by being able to give them a much better experience, uh, we have been able to, uh, 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 <coughs> which is important, reduce uh, lost sales through improvement of our customer experience, which is great because you're giving to the customers that increased customer experience uh, the application is working in a way where you're able to synchronize and orchestrate all these different modules in a way that you're, you're getting on time uh, at the right time to fulfill the order for a customer, and that's what we need at the end of the day. And innovation, correct? Uh, we're a company that is focused on innovation. Uh, we are innovating all the time. Uh, we are, uh, as we have moved from on-prem to the cloud, uh, we have four releases a year. We're releasing new features every time. Uh, I think one of the key areas here that I would like to highlight, that I, I always try to highlight to our customers and um, um, prospects is that it's one base code. Uh, and everything that we do is not branched for a specific customer. That's why you have a passive strategy. If you wanna do more localizations or extensibility to, to our application, you can use that. In our case, the fact that we are investing heavily uh, in our technology, in our infrastructure, 
in our databases, in our applications. Uh, that's what, at the end of the day, is the benefit that you're getting when you go into a model which is pay as you go or is, an, or is a model that is in a SaaS model, okay? Where you're getting the latest and greatest four times a year and you are able to enable those new features on your own. We're not pushing them so you get them and you have to use them. The benefit here is that you're using them, you're enabling them, and if you make sense out of what we're putting out there in, the, in, in our application, you're, go you're gonna be able to uh, get the benefit of, of, of them, okay? So with that, um, I, I really appreciate you guys uh, coming by. Um, I, we're gonna be here. Uh, our booth is uh, 7697. Uh, please come stop by. Um, you know, this is, uh, there's a lot of cool things that we would like to continue discussing with you guys um, in terms of emerging technologies, in terms of our solutions in the execution side, uh, warehousing, transportation, IoT, and all the other technologies that I mentioned today. Thank you very much for your time.